ignition sequence start. Three, two, one. Lock and load. It's time for the gun rack with your hosts, Joey and Drew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the gun racks and Orange Desert Institute School of Fire Technology's official podcast. I'm Josiah Upper. Folks call me Joey, and today we have one Drew Poplin. And I Drew. must say, yes, something very weird happened to me today. What happened? I I woke up this morning, and feeling all, like P Diddy. Yes. Yeah. And I was about to hit the city. Yeah. But I look around, and all around my apartment complex is we're infested with snakes. What? We were infested with snakes, and it, it was like crazy. Like you know, people were kind of just like staying inside. And, you know, the parking lot was more full than normal, and then all of a sudden. All of a sudden, this guy comes this out guy. of nowhere. Yes. And he's holding like a um, – he's got like a cross on a stick. I believed you for about eight seconds. I believed you that that was happening. And he banished the snakes. It was he pretty cool. the snakes. Yeah, the, no more snakes allowed. Yeah, yeah. The weirdest part, you know, he – I asked, you know, sir, what's your name? He says, my name is Patrick. Yes. I am a saint. I am St. Patrick. This is my day. This is my this is what I do every day. Yes. He he moves from city to city, he bans snakes and the hope is that he can hit every city between now and and when he passes away. But there's I mean, a lot of cities up, up in here. Yeah, I mean maybe if he's got like some Santa powers, he can do it all in like one day. Yeah. Yeah. He might maybe. be able to. Yeah. Uh, I can't um, discount I, it. Yeah, I feel like anywhere that has cotton mouths, you have to put an extra week in because of all the concentrated evil. Yeah, you know, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, it's a rough look. But it is St. Patrick's Day, everyone. And we have a fun St. Patrick's Day themed podcast for you this week. Definitely not something we've done before. Before we do that, though, we've got a shout out for you guys. And we have Drew's clues. So what's our shout out for the day? All right, so... Raxus or Roxas commented on Podbean and he commented about firearms free agency. He said, personally, I would pair up Keltec with Sestava in hopes they would get the possibly drug induced firearm design of Keltec blended with the unnecessarily rugged and robust manufacturing of Yugo pattern Kalishnikov rifles. And now it's a vibe, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want us to do a firearms free agency, but instead of finding the best matches, we find the most find chaotic. the weirdest possible ones. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like the idea of a, a double sparrow, a double sparrow. Oh, wow, double barreled Tokarev clone chambered in nine. What was that other one? They had a Sig Sauer clone at one point. I don't know if they still make them anymore. Type ninety nine. I'll look that up as as we're doing other things, but it'd be pretty sick to see a double sparrow design, though. A double sparrow, yeah. It's why my my brain shorted when I tried to say something otherwise. Why you're looking that up? Let's go yeah. to some Drew's clues. So please do. Let's uh, do it. Last week the answer was the Stoker STR nine C compact. Yeah. Um, and we actually had a winner. That's oh, let's go. Yeah, we had someone participate in Drew's Clues. His name was Richard Joannis. 
or Joannis. And he also left a comment when he emailed it and he said, The Gun Rack is a very interesting and entertaining podcast. Oh, so he was a bot. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> well, if he is a bot, he got a shirt. So, oh, wow. I um, guess, you know, they need clothes too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, bots deserve to be decent. But, but anyway, yes. Richard, thank you for commenting. Yeah. No, seriously. That's great. I'm glad that you think our podcast is entertaining and interesting. Uh, we can't promise that's always good, but we can try to promise that at least we can entertain you guys. Yeah. We, there's not a lot new under the sun when it comes to firearms, but I think we're the first firearms free agency podcast to have made it to the light of day. Yeah, I'd, I'd put a dollar on that. The thing so. we were looking for, by the way, is the Zestava CZ 999, uh, which I once saw at a gun show for 200 bucks and did not buy and have felt like an idiot ever since. It's a, it's a 226 club. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I have to look that up later. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this week's Drew's Clues. This famous firearm was a German recoil-operated, air-cooled, general-purpose machine gun that was designed <laughs> that was designed in 1942. It fired 7.92 by 57 millimeter Mauser, and it was referred to by British and American troops as Hitler's buzzsaw. Yeah. If you don't get that, uh, probably watch some World War II in color. World War II in HD, greatest events of World War II in color, and then World War II in color, Road to Victory, available on Netflix, and then YouTube. There's a, a sketchy version of World War II in color that there's that can't possibly be legal. But it's still <laughs> I, I would venture to say that even if you did get this right, you probably should still go and watch those. Yes, World War II in color, Road to Victory is is trash but the other three are great and there's i off the top of my head i can't confirm but there's a 90 percent chance each one of those has that term in there somewhere but if you think you know the drew's clues answer for this week please write in uh you can leave a comment on youtube or send us an email at marketing at sdi.edu with your answer if you are right if you are the first one to get that correct we will send you a t-shirt by the way richard let us know if you have any problems with getting that T-shirt. Uh, we yeah. want to make sure want to make sure you get that SDI swag. All right. Now, before we get into the main topic, let's talk about a little bit Sonoran Desert Institute. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school that helps students learn the skills and techniques they'll need to be successful in the firearms and unte unmanned technology industries. SDI is accredited by the Distance Education Accrediting Commission. That's the DEAC. And currently, we offer two programs in firearms technology, the Associate of Science of Firearms Technology and the Certificate in Firearms Technology Gunsmithing. If you are interested in learning more about this wonderful, wonderful school, hop on to sdi.edu to learn more. Wonderful, wonderful. So today's topic, it's kind of funny because we came up with the title, and I think we were on the same page initially. Somehow that got mixed up. So the idea was... St. Patrick's Save Some Green Firearms. Yeah. I don't know I, what it's going to be called now. Yeah. But one of us was looking for uh, actual literal green guns. Yeah. And then one of us went, 
the the economy route. And what happened was we talked about, you know, we were batting around ideas for podcasts a few weeks ago. And I was was like, what about green guns? And Drew was like, you mean like where we save money? And I was like, hey, yeah. And then forgot that that was the modification that we had, had made to the original idea. So I just went off and did my own thing and looked at that. And then Drew did what we were supposed to do and did that. So now it's kind of a hybrid. But I like it this way. I kind of do too, actually. And I will go ahead and hop right into mine. And we'll start with the literal green guns to start our St. Patrick's journey. This is also, I feel terrible for saying this, but St. Patrick's as a holiday is a holiday that I just don't care about on any level. I just could not. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day and Halloween, if they were gone, I don't think I would notice them uh, being absent. But, and then, I don't know. It's another one. Those are the two big ones. Maybe Arbor Day, because, you know, who cares about that? (laughs) Um, Who cares about the trees? Um, I I love me some Halloween. Like, that's maybe my favorite. Yeah. A lot of people love them some Halloween. That one is, that's more of a me thing than anything else. That's fair. Yeah. When I was a kid, I watched some, some teenage hoodlums try to run my mom over with their car on Halloween night. I was like 10. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? Forget Halloween. Yeah, I mean, if I had like a Laurie Strode-esque Some deep backstory, trauma. Yeah. Um, I mean, conceptually, it's, or, you know, being amped about death, and that's a little weird. But, you know, dressing is up in it, costumes, is, it's a whole vibe. Is it weird? I mean, it is weird. <laughs> it, it's it's a bit weird. You and I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts to to not let the hypocrisy flag fly. Mm. a little bit in saying that i'm aware of that but you know halloween's weird but st patrick's day there's a couple like if you follow the liturgical calendar then yeah all right mm-hmm. st patrick's day if you are um from ireland yeah all right <laughs> yeah fair um otherwise i don't get it but it's an excuse to wear green and drink beers so i don't the marketing kind of takes care of itself. Yeah, yeah. Quick question though: Does Zip Fizz have a like a mint flavored or like a? Oh, I would die for a mint flavored Zip Fizz. I would do so. I would commit victimless crimes. I would jaywalk in the middle of the night with no cars around for Zip Fizz mint flavored. Oh Zip, man, Zip Fizz! If you're listening, and I know you are, I know yeah, for a fact you, you frequently are. do. Where's my affiliate deal? We have been waiting with bated breath and anticipation, but yeah, give me that mint and yeah. also J- JK about the crumbs, just give me the mint. Um, but all that side tangent to say, I found some green pistols, green, like a deep forest green or an emerald green, Ooh. uh, like the green that we were. My sister got married this past weekend to Woo! uh, one of our very best friends, shout out to them, and uh, that we. There was a deep emerald green that was the wedding color, and that's like that's it. Super deep green's my vibe. The the hat, you know, a lot of people do a super bright green for St. Patrick's Day. It's not really my thing, but a nice forest green. All of drab's like a tiny bit too dark, but in the middle there, it's my favorite thing. And then one of my very first handguns I ever bought is a TriStar T120, which is a Jericho 941 full size clone, and I got it custom. Uh, Cerakoted, caracoded. I've only done it once, so I never bothered to 
memorize the pronunciation, forgive me. And the guy made his own custom green color there, which Ooh. I didn't even know was a thing you can do. So it's right in between a forest green and an olive drab. It's it's glorious. Got that in the in the frame, and then the grip itself is black, and then the top is a dark gray, and uh, the slide or the barrel itself. The part that you can see anyway is black. Um, mm -hmm. It is a very attractive looking firearm. The sights are off and I need to fix that. I thought it was me having a skill issue. And then I had a couple of friends who were like, why does this gun not work? It's more of an artisanal piece. Yeah. But uh, once I get that fixed, you might still be able to Cajunize them, which is a company that specializes in fine tuning CZ pro uh, products. Ooh. Okay. Um, I don't know if they still make something for TriStar. I'm going to look that up later. That's on the to-do list because that's a fun gun. It's the right size. It's a whole thing. But that's one of those guns that like I'm never taking that to the FFL to trade in for something else. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very special to me. And, and the, the Cerakote job is like 250 bucks. So that's money you do not get back when you trade it away. So I'm not throwing 250 bucks out the window for no reason. Anyway, so I love it and have spent a little money in, in making it a reality. And I went out to see, because Olive Drab, uh, excuse me, Olive Drab is a fairly popular color for firearms. Uh, if there was anything I could find that I also could vibe with. And I found a couple and there's a couple that are deeply and morally wrong. Oh, uh, no. There's no other word for it. Um, oh, no. the, we'll go with some that are cool. Uh, there is a Caltech CP3322 LR green handgun. It's got a 33 round magazine, which is pretty darn cool. Um, it is a weird looking handgun. Um, not attractive on any level, but the color's dope. I really <laughs> like it. And it's not the same. They have an OD green, which is mid, as the youngsters say. But their deep green is really solid. You can get a lot of guns in OD green, but the actual definition of OD green changes from gun to gun. SIG has a very good OD green. Super deep, super matte, love it. And actually, it changes a little bit from handgun to handgun, which is always fun. But there are two that I want to single out. Oh, High Point also has an OD green. That's actually kind of nice. Uh, but, you know, then you're shooting a High Point, so make your choice. But there are two borderline lawsuit-worthy OD greens out there, or two greens, I should say. Mm -hmm. uh, one is the Glock OD green, which is not OD green. Uh, it's brown. Oh. Don't really have an explanation for that. Uh, in fact, I'm going to see if I can find, if you hear clicking in the background, you see if I can find a, a better photo than what I was looking at. Oh, okay. There's one or two that come through okay. But it's it's brown. Um, sorry, but the you get if you look up a color online for a specific product, and it's the same product put in a line in your your images, and those colors are different from product to product, there is a problem. Mm. Even their greenest one is not a good look. It's weirdly dark. If you're going to go OD green, own it, 
and I found a couple that are a little deeper than others, but the base level, the one I'm looking at at Sportsman's Outdoor Superstore, not good, not good on any level. So there, I guess it can't be look of the draw. That has to be a generational thing, but no. The worst, so- yeah. The worst part of that color though, like I pulled up a picture of uh, what you're describing. The worst part of it is that it makes the black not even. It black. somehow washes out both colors. Uh-huh. And you have to work like that's interior decorator level incompetence. There was strategy involved in washing out both those colors. It's weird. Black should go with everything, but it doesn't. It does not on that fire. Up. It's like the most neutral gray possible. It is. And I think it's partially because, you know, Glock frames are technically more of a gunmetal gray than a pure black. Yeah. Um, so you can screw it up a little bit, but still. It's not. Glock, you're so good at so many things. Give me a rock solid deep emerald green. And actually, I see one in a Gen 3 Glock 23 as I'm just scrolling through various images. That's pretty solid. So I don't know what the skinny is on that, uh, but I want something that looks better than what's coming out. Even the versions that are deeper green, uh, I feel like Glock can just do better flat out. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if that's a subjective take, here's an objective take. The SCCY CPX 1 or 2 uh, lime green color is the ugliest firearm I've ever seen in my life. Oh my um, goodness. Oh, you see it? Yeah, I just typed um, it in. It looks like you're you just bought a gun because you only like two things in life and it's not spending enough money on a firearm and then the N64 1999 classic Beetle Adventure Racing. That's it. That's those are the only two things. I like, you know, we're here for tacky and we're here for not spending too much money on a firearm. And uh, I think the only practical purpose is you can't use it for concealed carry. You can't. If it's ever exposed, uh, everyone in a thousand mile radius will think that you have something. (laughs) uh, Oh, actually, you know what? It might work because if that juts out of uh, your appendix carry or um, your four o'clock carry or whatever, no one's going to mistake it for a gun. Mm. They're going to be like, oh, man, that guy's hurt. He has a uh, pool toy sticking out of his side. Get him to the hospital. It's and like if Mel- Mellow Yellow and a third grader teamed up to design a fire. Yeah, this is Nickelodeon slime time. Green oh, you nailed it. For all my 90s kids out there. That's the only reason this is a, would makes any sense as a marketing ploy. And yet I know. I know they've sold some. Who's buying them? That's what I want to know. I think the only real practical application this would have, and for some reason they have both a stainless steel version and a a black version (laughs) uh, for the slide. And the black version, at least, you're doing black in a a really bright green, which is, you know, a vibe. Uh, The stainless steel and green is, it's it's just an abomination. I also see one with a gold slide on it. Oh, oh no. The only practical application this would have would be if you are lost in the middle of the woods <laughs> and you unload your firearm, clear it, and then you just hold it in the hopes that 
any search planes can look down and see it in the woods. That's that's it. That's all you can do. But you'd have to do it somewhere mountainous and where all the leaves are dead because it looks like grass. There's just no excuse. There's no excuse for the the lime green SCTY frames. That's I'm disgusted. Oh gosh. Do do you have any better ones? Any better ones? Like uh, ones that look good. Ones that look good. Mine looks good. I wish I had a, a photo of it handy to share with the boys. But oh yes, actually, I have a favorite one that I tried to model my own after, and it's pretty close. The Sig Sauer M11A1 nine millimeter uh, Army Green anodized frame. I'm just reading off the title of Sportsman's Outdoor Superstore. It's basically a uh, 226, but that Army Green uh, anodized frame is a super D. It's it's spicy. It's a good look. I think that's good. It's, you know, Sig Sauer. You can poke fun at them, whatever. Uh, you cannot like them, but uh, aesthetics is something that they know better than most other companies. And I'm here for their army green. If I'm looking at the same picture, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I feel like the grip is like huge. I don't. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess you know we've talked. It's about, a it's an older model. It's definitely a product of its time, uh, but it is a for someone who has big hands, which I do a ludicrously comfortable handgun. It's one of the uh, more popular recent military models mm-hmm. out there. But I will say that color green is one of the better that we've seen today. Yeah, it's, it's it's like this is a suit rather than I would like to hide in the woods, but only the frame. Yes. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, um, goodness gracious. Yeah, so that's my rant on the color green. So quality content. I don't like this yeah. color green. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Uh what was it Richard said? The gun rack is a very interesting and entertaining podcast. Yeah. We are at best one of those two things. And it, <laughs> it differs from day to day. Ooh, okay. Here's one though, in honor of, of Drew Poplin's recent nuptials. Uh, I have found a handgun that is dressed like you were on your wedding day. Really? Yeah. Hold on. I'm I'm just gonna share screen with you. Okay. Do, 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 that kind of does look like a little bit. The green's a little lighter, but they're doing the green gold vibes. If the barrel yeah. was white, it's game over. You know what? It would have been sick though. What? If you had this color combo and then you have like a um tweed plaid on the grip. Oh man. It'd be like, hey, check it out. My Keltec P3AT380 is an adjunct professor in England. Honestly, That's... that was the exact vibe I was going for at my wedding, though. Yeah, let's be like, man, this this suit barely doesn't have elbow pads. Yeah, I, you know, I actually could have got elbow pads for it. Could you actually? Yeah. Um... Oh no. I, 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 I mean, they're a vibe, but on a suit, that's weird. And that's like ultimately, I decided against it because I thought it would have been too much. I wanted something that was a little bit more like you could wear it, like after the wedding, I could still wear that. You could suit. wear that, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a very formal suit, but you can you got some use in, uh, out of it. Yeah. Now, so we've talked about the color green. 
Now let's talk about how you can save some green. Oh, my man's got droughts. Here we go. I used the website gun.deals as uh, sort of my chief resource for finding some of these. First one I'm going to talk about is uh, HKMP5. Uh, it's a 22 long rifle. It has a faux suppressor, 16.1 inch barrel, 25 plus one rounds, and uh, it's got a black stock on it. Now, normally, this product, I was looking it up at Bud's Gun Shop, and it cost $500, mm-hmm. uh, which still not too bad. However, at Cabela's, uh-uh. uh, part of the deal is you have to go to the store to pick it up, but luckily, you know, Cabela's is a fairly large chain. You can get an HK MP5 22 long rifle for 450 yeah. bucks, and that includes a collapsible stock. Left side bolt knob, paddle mag release. Yeah, so you know if you're in the market for an MP5 type firearm, might not be a bad choice. But say you want to stick with a 22 long rifle, but you're you know, you want to go with something a little bit more vintage, maybe maybe a little bit more classy. So Rossi has the Rio Bravo, and I believe they introduced it last year. They have one that's uh. 18 inches. It's got a nice, like some nice gold accents on it, like where the lever is. And again, it's 22, so it's really just for small game and, you know, spot shooting. But the MSRP for it is $470. That's on Rossi's website. However, at gun.deals today, and this includes free shipping and handling. It's 15 rounds, by the way. I forgot to mention that. It has a max capacity of 15. You can get the same firearm for only two hundred and eighty nine dollars and seventeen cents. Wow. That it, yeah, that's a pretty significant jump in price. That's almost two hundred dollar difference. And again, we're I'm going to try to get this episode edited and out to you guys before the end of the day. That way, you know, if there's anything you hear that you want to take advantage of, you know, you'll be able to still get it done today. Now. Say you like you know you like the lever action, but you want something maybe a bit beefier. Maybe, maybe you want something that feels like you're out of a few dollars more. Maybe you want to feel like Steve McQueen. Yeah. Well, Henry has their Mars Leg 44 Magnum. It also has a lovely gold accent on it. Gorgeous looking firearm. Now, of course. You're going to have to pay some money for it. Yeah. MSRP on it typically is $1,178. That's from henryusa.com. And has an octagon blued steel barrel. Has a weight of under six pounds. Brass speed front sight. And has an American walnut stock. Now, again, that was $1,178 MSRP. If you want to save uh, just over $100, Gun.Deals has it, same firearm, for $1,020.99. All right. Uh, And you can actually, that deal is through Guns.com. Now, for something completely different, uh, I went over to CZ. I was looking at their CZ P10M. Yeah, I saw that uh, deal yesterday, actually. I thought that was pretty solid. 
Yeah. Yeah. So normally MSRP is $299. Keep in mind this firearm is low on capacity. It's only seven plus one. And it has a very heavy trigger pull, relatively speaking. It's seven pounds. But if you are in, you know, looking for something similar to that, you know, it's a nine mil striker fired handgun. Yeah. And again, currently it's two ninety nine. You can get it today for two fifty five forty eight. Yeah, that's get a a major name firearms manufacturer for sub three hundred dollars. That's it's pretty hard to beat that. I mean, yeah, yeah. And round I, I, count be darned. Like, who cares? That's I mean, what a way to get into the space if you haven't already. Absolutely. And I got one more for you. This is courtesy of our friends at PSA. Yeah. So y'all, of course, by now know of the PSA Dagger. They have their PSA Dagger Compact 9mm with uh, SW3 Extreme Carry Cut and non-threaded barrel. Oddly enough, in a sniper green, which, to be honest, it's more of a brown. We play uh, this game again? Yeah. Who, who do I got to fight? Yeah. Um, but normally just the uh just the firearm itself, it comes with one 15 round magazine. So yeah, there you go. Oh, it is brown. Boo. Yeah, yeah. and normally it's $389.99. And that's from PSA's website. However, they are running a deal currently. Instead of that, you can get the PSA dagger compact nine millimeter pistol with SW1 ECC RMR slide and a threaded barrel with a bag and 10 15 round magazines for 399.99. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Even if you like I know uh you can get your hands on a PSA dagger for about 300 bucks most of the time you can catch a sale. Yeah. But you're talking about upgraded slide assuming you like that kind of stuff threaded barrel doesn't make a huge difference for me because i don't care super much about suppressors but 10 mags let's say eight extra mags because you know they normally come with two mm-hmm. eight mags for 12 bucks a mag plus a bag that's that's not bad that is not bad at all you could do much much worse yeah uh for sure and that was just a couple of the deals you can find again you go to gun deals yeah normally they post from a bunch of different websites it's sort of a uh they also have an app oh really i did not yes, know about the app. An app. that's my it's the one gun app i keep on my phone there's there's not a lot of gun apps anyway but yeah but definitely check out the site check out those deals and uh check out some nice color green firearms if you get green gun vibes be kind of a fun hashtag someday um that you really like you have something done or you own something that's got that green color to it, send us a message. Do you have a photo? Send it on over. We'd love to uh, love to see it. Uh, I'm all here for, you know, if you have a EDC pistol, maybe don't engage in too much artistry with it because it's not really its purpose, but there's no reason you can't have a little bit of fun as well. Sure. And uh, try to you know, see about that. And uh, there's all sorts of weird colors out there. I know there's a lot of pink atrocities out there that uh, seem to sell pretty well. <laughs> so maybe next Valentine's Day, we'll look at paint guns. Ooh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, it's kind of fun. 
Want to do some Tales from the Range? Please, let's do it. All right, I feel like we should call it Tales from the High Road at this point. Tales from the High Road. They really yeah. do kind of have the corner on the market of, of wacky gun stories. Yeah, and well, but the good thing about it is that their form goes all the way back to like 2004. So there's just so much to pull from as far as stories. It's probably the best resource I have for this. So with that being said, this comes from the highroad.com from user farmer. And that's PH, not F. A few years back, I was at a local indoor range, just me and a well-dressed man in the first stall against the wall. So I'm enjoying myself while the other guy would fire shot, curse unintelligibly, fiddle with the gun and repeat. After a while, no more shots. And then while I'm reloading, this guy comes up behind me real fast, pointing a Caltech 9mm at my midsection with a finger on the trigger. After not dropping him or soiling my drawers, come to find out he was a local business owner from Cameroon. He had been robbed half a dozen times and brought the gun for security. The shops sold him a PF9, and included box ammo, no charge, and pointed him towards the range. So I gave the best half-hour, all-inclusive lesson I could. Turns out he's a decent, grateful guy, but I haven't been back. Yo. Yeah, that's... Uh... I have stared down the barrel of a loaded firearm, uh, and that's not fun. It's not an experience you want to relive when you go to a range. Oh, gosh. I, um, I can't, Yeah, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. You bolt is generally the wisest thing to do. Get out. Not worth it. Um, yeah, a lot of time, you know, you hear about the fight or flight instinct. I don't think it's talked about enough. There's a third instinct, and that's just to freeze up and do yep. that soil your drawers. And I think that's probably where I would end up. Freeze. In that instance. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to be here no more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this concept of uh, green guns. If nothing else, I'm glad that we did it. I like the hashtag you came up with, Joey. Green gun vibes. And uh, for the love of everything, again, if you have a friend or if you're considering getting that slime green color <laughs> firearm, again, I thought you were about to say if you have a friend or are considering having a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not worth it. Sometimes they marry your sister. Oh, well, it's a good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast, yeah. nor does your sister. Yeah. So, got him, boys. We can say whatever we want on here and blame the guy. Yeah. Anyway, that is the gun rack. Folks, have fun out there. Be safe. And we will see you at the gun rack. Sonoran Desert Institute is an online school accredited by the DEAC. It is headquartered at 1555 West University Drive in Tempe, Arizona. For more information about how you can craft your firearms future, visit sdi.edu.